Welcome back to It's Your Business. I'm your co-host, India Yarbrough. And I'm Katrine Bridges. I'm excited about today's chat as it involves lots of coffee. I can't wait. Enjoy the show. in the studio today with Caitlin Halsey, owner of Dialogue Coffee House here in Topeka. Dialogue's motto is coffee and friends make the perfect blend, but the Topeka business isn't your average coffee house. Caitlin is here to tell us all about her business venture and her own journey to entrepreneurship. So without further ado, Caitlin, welcome to the show. We're excited to have you on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. Hi, Caitlin. It's, it's so great to, to meet you in person and to, to get to pick your brain a little bit today. Mm-hmm. Um, so to, to, to start, could you tell us a little bit more about Dialogue Coffee House and uh, who exactly do you hire uh, to work with and uh, how did you decide on that business model? Yeah, Dialogue is, is unique, like you said, because of um, our mission and who we employ. So we employ people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. We believe in them and we encourage them to do good things with their life. We're a full-service coffee shop. Um, We serve coffees, tea, smoothies, and then lots of pastries and baked goods and have become pretty well-known for our cookies here in Topeka, which is a sweet treat on top of all the good stuff. I have heard of them and tried them. (laughs) Are they good? (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. Dangerously good. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it's a lot of fun and... We just get to love on and encourage our friends with disabilities to live a life well lived and get the opportunity to show our community their talents. Awesome. Well, and, you know, speaking of diversity, because I know that's kind of an emphasis you you place on your business. um, You know, when we hear people talk about diversity, it seems like those conversations often center around uh, race or, uh, you know, ethnicity. But as you suggest, there are other types of diversity too, you know, age, gender, uh, the list goes on and ability and disabilities is one aspect of that, right? Um, So I'm wondering, you know, if you could talk a little bit more about that, you know, why is it important for you to place an emphasis on, on that type of diversity? Yeah, I think that um, the able-bodied community often forgets about this type of diversity, right? So um, there is such an emphasis on providing work and inclusion in all aspects of life. And so for me, this um, community of people with disabilities may have been cast aside for a really long time. So to be able to provide a, a workplace completely centered around them and building their confidence um, is a is a great start for Topeka. Mm-hmm. When well, you mentioned right before the show, it sounds like some folks have even you know come to work for you, for for you and then gotten confident enough to apply elsewhere. Is is that right? And kind of yeah, grow as a person. Exactly, it's super encouraging and uplifting to see our friends um, come and get employment maybe for their first time ever, and then be so en- encouraged and uplifted that. They want to pursue careers elsewhere, somewhere that they see being long term. So if we're just a starting point, then that's a great answer for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big fan of coffee, too. So mm-hmm. as long as we can achieve our objectives by mm-hmm. using a lot of coffee, then, <laughs> then exactly. I'm, I'm all in. So I think uh, it's it's a very smart business model. And, uh, you know, obviously you're successful. 
But I wanted to go back a little bit and uh, in, in, in your journey and f ask you, when did you first know that you were an entrepreneur and how did you know it? Um, for me, it started when I was uh, a senior in high school. I had grown up always believing I would be a teacher, <laughs> actually. And then I started really diving into the business world. I really craved knowing more about business and the ways it runs and the ways we interact with people and how it, it deeply impacts the community. So when I was a senior, I, I got involved in my school um, business programs and it really took off from there. I built my first business plan there and then knew that that wasn't going to be the end. Senior in high school, you're saying? Or yes. college? High school, high school, yes. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I yeah. was super ambitious. <laughs> that's pretty impressive. I mean, building a business plan as a, a teenager, uh, thats I feel like that's admirable. Have you had any role models that uh, gave you like a little bit of an idea of what what their lifestyle as an entrepreneur is? Or Yeah, sure. My, um, I grew up in a family of people owning businesses. Uh, my, mm. my dad bought a small business out from his dad. And so um, that, that line of entrepreneurship has been around for me for a while, even if it wasn't necessarily where I thought I was going to go in mm -hmm. originally. It's, it's, it's so interesting to see what, what kind of life decisions we make mm -hmm. based on the relationships that we have right in the environment that we grow up in. Yeah. And I'm sure you were in your in your senior class, there was not that many that thought like you, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Looking at your entrepreneurship, and it sounds like you obviously have a heart for um, inclusion and, and giving back to. Um, and, you know, we spoke earlier this year for a story about the T uh, Topeka Community Foundation, and uh, they were working to bring their first couple of seed funds on board, right? Uh, Terry Demick started the, the first one, and, uh, and you were kind of right behind her with the yeah. second one. And um, and for those who don't know, the, the seed funds, TCF seed funds, um, allow individuals like yourself or families like Tara's um, to kind of funnel money into an account over the course of a few years and then start uh, giving out grants using uh, – using that money and, and they can give grants to kind of any charitable causes they care about. Um, and you're in the process of standing up your your own seed fund right now, like I said. And uh, I'm curious if you could talk about um, kind of how that ties in to your entrepreneurship. I know Dialogue Coffee, of course, has a role in helping uh, contribute to that seed fund. Uh, can you talk about how those two worlds kind of collide for you and, um, and, and how they uh, help shape your identity as an entrepreneur? Yeah, the Topeka Community Foundation and the Seed Fund is an incredible program um, for us to just build up our our giving over time. And it, I'm eternally grateful for Tara and her family mm -hmm. for considering us as their first donation. But mm -hmm. um, it's been so sweet because when going into business, I didn't really ever want it to be about me and my personal gain. Mm -hmm. um, this community is so important to me, and I want to continue to find ways to give back. So by starting a seed fund and pledging 10 cents from every cup of coffee to it, um, we know that we are giving back to the community in a long-term stance and not mm -hmm. just what we're doing today, but what we're doing years and years down the road. So 10 cents from every cup you sell goes into the seed fund, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Awesome. 
Um, and are, I know we kind of chatted about this before, but um, where do you, what do you hope to do with those funds once the, the account is kind of built up? We want to, to support our fellow companies and nonprofits that, that support our friends with intellectual and developmental disabilities in as many ways as possible. So by providing them financial help, it's going to also help our mission grow in mm-hmm. Topeka. One more follow-up question on that, <laughs> saying on this uh, this trend. But I'm curious if you – do you feel like you would be able to give back in this way if you weren't an entrepreneur, if you weren't, you know, a small business owner as a as opposed to being an employee? Or, I mean, do you, do you feel like the, the capacity to give would be the same? No, I don't think <laughs> so. I think by being a small business owner and by the community trusting us with their money, by – buying a cup of coffee or a cookie in our store, um, that they're entrusting us to to give back. And so we are, feel so honored to be able to steward the money that is given to us back into to the community. And so I think that's sweet and totally different than if I just had a nine-to-five job in a workplace because um, mm-hmm. I would just be getting the salary that I'm bringing in from that place. So. Mm-hmm. So uh, remind us, when, when did you first start Dialogue Coffee House? It opened in April of 2019. That's a uh, good timing considering COVID <laughs> was just around the corner. Yeah, like. one year later. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you talk to us a little bit about um, what your experience has been uh, as an entrepreneur during the pandemic, especially with a, with a coffee house where people usually gather and uh, spend time together and chat. And you know, your 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 slogan is, "Coffee and friends make the perfect mm. blend." So I think there's a lot of handshaking and hugging mm. involved. Right? Exactly. <laughs> so um, t- talk to us how how that impacted your business and and the the setup really of your coffee coffee house and what did you do? Sure. Yeah. Um, Exactly a year after opening, we we closed our doors for a month just to reset and figure out what our game plan was. Um, So we then slowly started opening again um, with curbside and just online orders, trying to do what was best for our immunocompromised individual staff and then keeping our business afloat. So slowly but Surely we started opening and and we got to do um, larger orders because um, the community wanted to support the nurses and the heroes that were working during this time. So we were honored to provide cookies to the hospitals and things like that where those larger orders helped us during that time of just getting through. That's so, amazing. Yeah. And, and you yeah, were only closed for one month? We Yeah, we were closed for one month and then you know, open for a couple hours a day and then open a couple more hours a day. So just trying to take it really slow and day by day. And now we're lucky to be fully opened again and, and fully moving. And I can imagine that it's really, a, it, it was important for the community to have that place to, mm-hmm. to still meet, right? And, and engage with each other. Yeah. Uh, that's not so virtual only. Yeah, yeah, you are right. Um, even in in small ways, just connecting and and having somebody bring you your coffee instead of you going in and getting it. But any way that we could get that connection, we were we were wanting to give it. What well, sounds like, you know, adapting to 
those larger orders as opposed to people coming in for the the single lunch uh, mm-hmm. was was big for you guys. Yeah. Well, and, and speaking of kind of adapting and, and growing, um, can you talk about what's next for for Dialogue Coffee House? I mean, are there any um, changes on the horizon? Any expansion plans on the horizon? What can you tell us? Um, our bakery is growing. Okay. <laughs> we are super excited to be in this spot where Topeka loves cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Um, we are honored to be able to be providing wholesale accounts to other places and other shops that just need um, a little bit of help in the the pastry world of things. Mm -hmm. And so just getting our name out and brand out in other small stores has been so fun and and such a encouragement for our staff that they get to see their product in somebody else's store. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, our bakery is growing and and we're taking it slow and trying to take on as much as we can in the space that we're at. But who knows what's next? <laughs> yeah. You said your staff is about 15 people. Is that right right now? Yeah. Um, and so they, they bake all the, the goods, all the cookies in-house? Yes, we make everything in-house. Mm-hmm. And um, we have one head chef. Her name is Erica, and she's fabulous. So she spends her days in our kitchen baking away. Mm-hmm. Well, and are you able to, to give a couple of examples of maybe where folks could catch some of catch the cookies, you know, if they weren't able to stock by the coffee house? You know, where are a few places you're uh, supplying right now? Yeah, we are doing all the pastries at PT's Coffee mm, okay. in Topeka. And then um, we have a location in Kansas City that's selling our cookies, and it's called The Golden Scoop. And they have a, a similar business model. So it's really fun to to get to support them too. Very neat. I want to ask you about the program that I know you participated in recently, and that's the Wheelhouse Incubator Program that's uh, focused on helping small businesses uh, reach their next level of development. Um, and uh, I know that you successfully graduated from the program, uh, but I would like to hear from your perspective um, what this program has meant to you, how it has helped you um, think about uh, your business in a more maybe structured way or in a, in a more um, you know growth-oriented way. Um, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts about that. Yeah, the Wheelhouse Incubator definitely provided structure in the different avenues of business. Um, when you get moving as an entrepreneur, you kind of just stay in your lane <laughs> and get through. Um, but this allowed me to take a step back and really dive deep into the business of all the different things, um, from marketing to, to the way that our customers or the way our employees interact with our customers to even what our storefront looks like and how that impacts our business. So it really made me step back and put emphasis in each of those so that we can be a better business going forward of we we know where we are and we know where we're headed. Um, so it gave us a it gave us an aim for, for where dialogue is going in the future. So even though we don't know exactly what that is today, um, by having those foundations laid out very clearly, it, it'll help us in the future. And I know, I know that uh, the program uses mentors uh, as well. Um, mm-hmm. if, you, if you look in, your, in, in the history of your personal growth, and uh, and your business growth. What role would you say do mentors play in that 
regard. Yeah, mentors are huge to to my personal growth and to the business growth. Without people, I, we can't do it. <laughs> I mean, um, people come from different walks of life and they have different wisdom and different knowledge. So to be able to have access to different types of knowledge and different types of people has tremendously impacted my growth as an entrepreneur. Um, people who are steps ahead of me and are a little bit wiser, it just makes everything so much better. Well, sounds like you're on the right path to become wiser and maybe <laughs> potentially become a mentor yourself uh, further down the road, right? So we, we hear that a lot with the interviews that India and I are doing on the this podcast that um, sometimes you're the mentor and sometimes you're the mentee mm. and uh, there's benefits to to both roles right so mm. I think uh, the the mentors that we've been able to uh, to activate in Topeka are really uh, just like yourself giving back to the community but they also find it rewarding for themselves to be able to be part of that new generation of of businesses that make Topeka what what it is today right so um, I think the the city and the county has come a long way in making creating um, an, an atmosphere that is great for a small business or a startup to grow and um, you know people like yourselves are um, making up that fabric of, of, of our town. So um, very excited. I'm, I'm, I'm so honored to, to be able to speak to you about your journey. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun and <laughs> still learning lots, but I am excited for that time where I will get to be a mentor to somebody and, and share my knowledge, even in a small part, to, for them to, to grow in, in their walks mm -hmm. too. Well, and on the, the topic of mentorship, um, are you maybe able to share uh, a, a key lesson that you've kind of taken with you that you learned from your own mentor or mentors, plural? Uh, what's kind of the one piece of advice you've held on to? I think there are many pieces um, to, to the puzzle and, and many slices of advice I've, I've received over the course of even two and a half years since I've opened Dialogue. But one thing that I really hold on to is like this community is unlike anything else I've experienced. And so just being able to to pour in and as much as I get from the community is, is going to put me 10 steps ahead of anything that's given my way. So even with with COVID and all of the hardships, just being able to be a part of the community and involved in the community has has put us ahead. That's why we're still here is because we are involved and, and we care deeply. And mm -hmm. so just intentionally knowing the people around you is such an important piece to, to life in general, but okay. also to entrepreneurship. Yeah. So I'm wondering, you you this whole entire interview, you talked about how you think about giving back to the community <laughs> and how to make, you know, people happier through coffee and hugs <laughs> Always <a good laughs> and good conversation. <laughs> um, is there something that Topeka can do for you and for your business? If you were to think about what kind of help others can provide for you, um, this is the time to, to let our listeners know. 
Yeah, I I mean, obviously come visit us, right? We we want you to experience what I've got to experience personally with with our team and how how your day can just be turned upside down um, for the better if if you get a chance to interact with our with our team. I think we have an incredible team. Um, but more than that, I think if you are a small business owner and entrepreneur in our community, I, I would encourage you to to step outside the the box and the norm. Everyone is hiring right now, which is <laughs> a hard thing, but maybe we could help you fill that need with um, somebody from our own team um, who's a well-trained employee to to fill your to fill your need in your company too. So. Mm-hmm. Well, and um, you know, I just thought of a another question related to the wheelhouse incubator, which I know we kind of moved on from that, but I'm I'm curious to what to ask. Um, you know, of course, growth and, and constantly evolving is is key to any business or, or really any person, right? <laughs> um, but why why did you decide to apply for the, the Wheelhouse Incubator program? You know, if, if an entrepreneur comes behind you and is considering, but they're not quite sure if it's for them, um, you know, what led you to kind of pull the trigger and, and to, to apply and, and, and go through with it? Yeah, some people I really trust are involved deeply. Um, Scott Gale is an architect one, mm, and, mm-hmm. and Tara Dimmick, who we've already discussed mm-hmm. earlier. Um, I really trust and value their opinion in my life and in, in entrepreneurship. And so they have both heavily been involved with the wheelhouse, and they encouraged me to, to try it and see, see what happened. But um, I'm glad I did. I got paired with a mentor, um, Nick at Hazel Hill, and he was full of wisdom. So it it gave me access to people, and it gave me more knowledge moving forward of of things that I can fall back on if if I'm struggling in a certain area. Um, I have tangible ways to to work through those mm-hmm. situations. Awesome. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question a little bit on a lighter note. <laughs> um, what's your favorite spot in Topeka? Mm, my favorite spot in Topeka is maybe Gage Park. Um, mm-hmm. I don't live too far from there, and I, I love to walk my dog there and just enjoy the the peacefulness of the middle of Topeka. There's this beautiful park mm-hmm. and a zoo and all, kids running around, and so it's it's probably one of my favorite spots in Topeka. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Fun. So oh. anybody who has a dog and yeah. who likes cookies can find uh, Hunt me down in Gage Park. In Gage Park. Yeah. No, I'm a big fan of Gage Park, too. It's a, a great area and, yeah. like you said, nice green space right in the center of town. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Well, is there anything else you want our listeners to know as uh, you know, about you, about your business, um, or about how to get in touch with you if they were interested in, in connecting? Yeah, I'm... If you're interested in connecting, um, you can find me at the store, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or you can um, shoot me an email and and we can talk. Um, I, like I had mentioned, I would love to see our diversity of Topeka narrative to change um, to include our people with disabilities that they are capable and ready to work. So. Mm-hmm. Let's get them out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, your email cannot be found on Dialogue Coffee's website or yeah. it can be found there? Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Is that DialogueCoffeeHouse.com? It is. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> you got it. Just got to throw it out there for the, for the listeners at home. <laughs> 
Awesome. Well, Katrine, any final thoughts on your end too? No, it's just a, it's it, it, it's been such a great conversation today. Thank you so much for being our guest and, um, you know, for, for doing what you do for Topeka um, and for, you know, the the employees that you hire and that you set up for success for the for the rest of their lives. So uh, you're 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 doing great things. And um, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. I had a great time. What a great conversation today. It certainly was. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you just heard, please like and subscribe. And if you know of any entrepreneur in Topeka that you would like us to highlight on this show, please let us know. To reach us, you can shoot me an email at iyarbrough at cjonline.com or you can find me on Twitter. Hope you'll join us next time. Mm-hmm.